Welcome to Enriched Menopause, where perimenopausal and menopausal women can learn what's going on with their bodies and how to thrive during this stage and beyond. You are not crazy and you are not alone. I'm Dr. Jessica Rich. Let's do this together. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Enriched Menopause. I've got a really great episode for you today. I'm talking with Tara Timothy, the co-owner of Revolve Fitness in Coral Springs and certified fitness trainer. Welcome, Tara. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you. So tell everybody a little bit about your background and how you got into fitness. All right, awesome. I joined my very first gym when I was 16 years old. I was inspired by a movie called Enough with Jennifer Lopez. I'm sure many people have seen it. Um, I was in, yeah, classic <laughs> movie. Yeah, I was inspired by a female athlete. So I went out and joined a boxing gym shortly after watching that movie. And I just really became enamored in um, the fitness scene. Fast forward a couple of years, my background actually is not in fitness. It's in fashion and retail. So I worked for Premier Brands for about 25 years and then finally decided to leave the fashion arena and pursue my real passion, which was uh, fitness. Excellent. That sounds like a really brave move. Yes. It's worked out well for you. I went from clothing to weight. So in, in the end, it was still about making people feel good. But the backdrop just changed from apparel to fitness equipment. Excellent. And of course, we see so many women making these pivots during this transition in life. So of course, exercise is important for everyone in every stage of life. But why is it so important for women in perimenopause and menopause? As we age, muscle mass and bone density begins to decline. So it's beneficial at this age to incorporate some sort of a resistance training into our fitness routine. Muscle mass is what keeps our metabolic rate pumping. So it's important to keep that density and muscle mass at a higher rate and retain what we have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that I see all the time is that, of course, you know, women start to gain a little weight, especially around the midsection and perimenopause and menopause. And time and time again, I see everybody just cutting calories and doing more cardio. And I feel like that's sort of the opposite of what I want people to do. So tell me, what do you see as the biggest mistakes that that women are making in this phase? You nailed it. It's cardio. (laughs) Most of our clientele, we are in our uh, mid to high 40s, some 50s, some 60s. And what I see a lot is women wanting to do hours on the treadmill or on the Stairmaster or only do spinning classes and it's, it's, I think what we've been conditioned for so many years as women is that we don't belong in the weight room. We belong on those cardio machines at mm-hmm. LA Fitness, at all those big box gyms. So I see a lot of that now as a gym owner. And then I also see that women, as they are gaining weights, they want to, you know, cut carbs and I'm, I'm going to only eat this or not eat any of that and just do hours and hours of cardio. It's doing just the opposite for our bodies. Mm-hmm. So how do you get women to get off the treadmill and get into the weights a little bit more? Because I, I know there's some barriers there. How do you break those down and, and get women? There are some barriers. Uh, the biggest thing that I hear right now is that I don't want to get bulky. And I mean, if I had a dollar for every time I heard that from a new member or an existing one, and I have to help them shift that mindset, uh, 
We are not going to get bulky from a 45-minute uh, full-body strength class. Mm-hmm. Uh, in order to get bulky, you have to spend hours upon hours in the gym, take supplements. It's it's a lot that goes into getting bulky, competitively competing on stage. So it's a lot harder to get. Oh my gosh! Yes, yeah. I'm like, it's it's not going to happen from this 40 or 60-minute class. So I have to explain to them the benefits of strength training as we are in, you know, 40s and beyond Mm -hmm. and what positive impact it'll have on our bodies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so definitely, you know, as we're losing muscle mass in perimenopause and menopause, it's important for like our strength and our resilience in general just to be humans functioning in the world and able to complete tasks. And also I find, you know, as a physician, I find a lot of... um, women who don't build that muscle mass, if they have illnesses yeah. later in life, they really are less yes. resilient for that yep. as well. So it's it's about strength, but it is also about that body shape because let's be realistic. People yeah. care about Absolutely. what they look like. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, we talk a lot about your, finding your reason why. Why do you come to the gym? Why do you want to work out? And for many people, it is aesthetic. For a handful of people, it's for health reasons. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of people also that are like, I need to get out of my house. This is <laughs> this is my therapy. This is for my my mental health. Mm-hmm. So there's a range of different reasons why, you know, people come to work out. Mm-hmm. Definitely a range of reasons. I wish I could get out of my house for an hour <laughs> to, to lift weights in the gym, but um, my, my kids think otherwise. Um, <laughs> but so let's say you've got somebody who's you know new to fitness. Maybe they didn't really have to work out most of their lives or didn't really find it important. And now they're realizing yeah. in perimenopause and menopause that it's not quite so easy to maintain the physique that they had before. How would you typically start somebody out? Like what would a routine look like? So if they are not working out at all, um, I tell them, I want them to really ease into it. So if it's nothing, then we're going to jump maybe from like one to two days a week mm-hmm. um, and gradually increase their activity from there. I'd recommend a strength training class and then a cardio class. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we'd increase it to possibly three to four times a week, mm-hmm. two strength classes, one cardio-based class. Mm-hmm. So the, the important thing right now is to, as they're getting into the swing of things is to mix it up and not just focus on one thing solely. So you can't just do spin classes. You know, you can't just do weightlifting. At our age, I feel like it's beneficial to truly mix it up Mm -hmm. to get different exposure to different modalities Mm -hmm. um, as we age. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just to be clear, I know we were kind of talking down on cardio before, but we were just talking about that's not the only thing. That's not the only thing. We still need to do cardio for our cardiovascular health. That's why cardio is in there. It's it's funny because... (laughs) You know, they will tell me, but I heard cardio is bad. I'm like, guys, your heart is very much a muscle. Like, it's a very important one. Mm-hmm. So you you have to do cardio, yes, but yeah. just not, you know, hours upon hours of it. So it's mixing in more of that strength. Exactly, Is there, yes. like, a sweet spot for the ratio that you like to see people do with cardio versus strength? Oh, well, it depends on how many days they're coming a week. So if we've got clients that are coming, you know, three to four times a week, then I'd say maybe half of that, one to two classes, would be cardio-based. Mm-hmm. But it all depends on the individual as well. You know, I, I have some members that will spend more time doing cardio, mm-hmm. uh, either because they enjoy it or because their doctor has said, you know, you need to increase your cardiovascular health. So it all it all depends on the person and the individual. Mm-hmm. So how do you work with those women <clears throat> who are a little scared of weightlifting, maybe don't want to do it? Are there different 
exercises or different ways that you yeah. can build up to give people something that they're going to enjoy that also is going to build that strength or same thing with the treadmills. And- yeah. Yeah. So we work with them and find out what do they enjoy doing? Mm-hmm. So here at Revolve, we offer three different modalities of fitness. So we have TRX resistance training, which uses your body weight and gravity. We have indoor cycling and we have strength training. So finding out which of them, which of the three modalities they can best relate to and then starting them there. I never want to put anybody into an exercise routine or a class that they're not going to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's for me, I have to understand, which is blows my mind sometimes. And everybody likes working out. And I'm like, what? Really? Like, <laughs> how do you not like working out? I love it. I, I have to remember that sometimes. So they have to be doing something that they actually enjoy to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so we ease them into a routine that works with them and their lifestyle, and then progressively add on from that point. Okay, great. So that's for the women who are kind of just starting out right. and, or bringing back a new fitness routine. What about for... Women like me, who you uh-huh. know, I've been an athlete all my life, yeah. at least you know, former competitive athlete. I have exercised all my life, but things are changing. Yeah, in perimenopause. So, how do you work with somebody in that position? So, um, I have a lot of clients that we're actually working with right now, um, and my advice to them is to mix it up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, previously they'll say, you know, when I was in my twenties or my thirties, I could, you know work out once or twice a week and maintain this great body. Now that I'm 45, 46, 47 years old, it's everything's changing. And I'm like, yeah, we need to do things differently that we did back when we were in our 20s. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mix it up. So going back to what I said earlier about, you know, take a cardio class, do a strength training class. Uh, maybe it's high intensity, maybe it's low intensity, steady state. But you you truly have to mix it up at this age because our bodies are changing and not doing what they did previously when we were in our 20s and our 30s. So mixing it up, TRX resistance training, you know, indoor cycling, swimming, walking, but obviously incorporating some of that strength training as well. That's that's going to be key. Mm-hmm. Good. Same thing that happens, you know, especially, well, both for people who are just starting out and for people who have been more active is injury seems to be a lot more predominant. Old injuries kind of flaring up as we get older. It's a little bit easier to get injuries, a little harder to recover. So how do you work around that? So recovery time is is key and it's crucial. And I I always reiterate to the members, this is when your muscles, uh, this is when your body recovers and your muscles repair from the tension and the tear that you've put on them while lifting weights. It's interesting here I have people that come five, six days a week, and I'm like, I'm seeing you a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. And they're like, but I, but I need to get out. And I completely understand that. But your body needs time to recover from the stress that you're putting on from lifting weights. So I encourage, okay, well, if you want to recover, then maybe recovery for you might look like, if they still want to be active, a walk. Mm-hmm. You know, you're walking with the kids or the dogs around the block. Maybe you're taking a yoga class. Uh, maybe you're working on meditation or journaling. Like that can still be considered recovery, mm-hmm. but you don't need to be here five, six days a week because your body needs that time. I remember, again, being in my 20s and I could work out. I could do two classes in a day mm-hmm. and be fine. And now that's unheard of. Yeah. I wouldn't even think of doing that now. Mm-hmm. Of course. Well, <laughs> We can work out for so hours. resilient, yeah. Hours and hours, five or six days a week. But 
but but all of that changes. Absolutely, <laughs> yes, yeah. And and of course, I think some of that you know lower impact stuff, stuff, especially some of the stretching and the yoga and the meditation, is really important because our flexibility also goes. Absolutely, our balance also becomes yeah. a challenge and something we need to work at a little bit more. So you know, if you could like structure an ideal workout week and I know it's a little bit tricky with women there's a lot of um, hype now around structuring workouts around our menstrual cycle and then yeah. of course as we're getting into perimenopause and menopause that becomes impossible to do because our cycles are not normal or they're no, non-existent they're not. anymore <laughs> but uh, you know going back to like a sort of classic like fitness workout week like what would that look like for you? Um, if I was programming a workout for somebody, it would be about three days of strength training. Mm -hmm. So ideal workout, you know, pick your Monday, Wednesday, Friday strength training, uh, maybe one day of cardio in there, and then one day of recovery, whether it be, you know, the Pilates, the yoga, the stretching, the meditation, what, whatever it would be. But I, I would focus first on the three days of strength training. And again, that is intimidating to many women because they don't want to bulk up. Mm -hmm. It will take a lot more than three days to bulk up. And then also as they are working through that routine, work on progressive overload. So what that means is going a little bit heavier or increasing your reps with, with each you know movement, with each exercise, with each day to really, truly build that strength. Mm -hmm. You know, lifting heavy is, as trainers, we encourage people to lift heavy, grab that heavier weight. Heavy is relative to anybody. Five pounds could be heavy to this person, whereas 30 pounds may be heavy for another person. So know your limitations, but also you have to really push yourself to see that growth in your muscle and that body composition change. Mm -hmm. And that's where it could definitely help to have somebody like you to help kind of guide people yeah. along and push them through those limits. It's, yes, you can do it for yourself, but it's really helpful to have somebody in your corner Absolutely. pushing you along yep. for sure. So in that sense, you know, the strength training, of course, is important and doing resistance training and weight training. Um, but also we talked about how the cardio is important. Now, there's a lot of stuff out there about what's best for that, whether it's the high intensity, yeah. shorter training or whether it's that sort of long and slow. What's your thought process on that? I'm down the center, to be honest with you. I'm a fan of uh, low intensity, steady state, mm -hmm. which is, you know, LISS. I'm a, I'm a fan of high intensity, which is, you know, high intensity interval training. Mm -hmm. And when I say mix it up to our members, that's what I'm talking about. So you can't only do hit classes. Mm -hmm. You can't only do low intensity. You can't only do strength. So there has to be a balance of incorporating all of it into into one exercise routine. And it, it doesn't need to be every week. It can be, you know, bi-weekly. Like really look at your schedule and your calendar, see what works with your lifestyle and try to incorporate those classes and modalities around what works best for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm definitely hearing from you variety, variety, it's, variety. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you totally, you have to mix it up. You have mm -hmm. to mix it up. And it's interesting you know, I get a lot of communication forwarded to me from our um, members from Instagram and from mm -hmm. TikTok and look what this influencer is doing. I want to look like her. And I'm like, she's 21. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, she's she's jumping around and doing all this high intensity. You know, we we because of injuries, we have to be careful and treat our bodies a little bit differently, which is hard for many women, including myself. Aging, it's inevitable, mm -hmm. but we have to listen to our bodies and we have to 
mix it up. There, mm-hmm. there has to be a balance. Right. So if you're doing the same thing now that you were doing at 21, it's not going to work. You're not gonna get no, the same it's results. not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a problem. Yeah. But I love the mixing up. And I love also what you mentioned, you brought out about social media, because we do have oh a, a, a <laughs> we have a tendency as women and, and people in yeah. general to always compare ourselves to that next person. Yeah. And social media makes it like a bajillion times harder, so much harder. Not to do that, because you're seeing somebody's like, best angles and their best, you know, everything. And it's hard not to compare yourself. But how do you encourage women to find like their best body or, or set their goals that are more like appropriate? Not to say that we yeah. give up on, on, on having goals and, and wanting to like look our best and feel our best, but yeah, to, to make that our best and not somebody else's. I'm very real with them. You have to be as a fitness, you know, instructor, you have to be very honest with your clients and with your members. What I do and what a lot of our trainers do here Revolve is we take pictures and videos during class. We'll post to social media for content, obviously. But at the end of class, I send those videos to our members. That way they can see their progress Mm -hmm. from day one to now. Because oftentimes they'll come in and they'll say, I'm not losing any weight. And many of them have a toxic relationship with the scale. And I'm like, get away from the scale. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm like, how are your jeans fitting? You know, how do you feel? Are you lethargic? Do you have more energy? These are all things to look at when you're on your fitness journey. Mm -hmm. So compare yourself to yourself, I always say. Mm -hmm. Like, stop scrolling Instagram. Uh, This could be an aspirational goal for you. I get it. But at the end of the day, your body composition is different from whoever that person or influencer is on an Instagram. And eight out of 10 times, they're just somebody who has a great body that a brand is like, here, buy this protein powder because – this person's promoting it. I'm like, yeah, you have to be weary about what you see online. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are those genetically blessed people who are right. Yeah, things that they don't actually use themselves. Exactly. <laughs> but I love that you take the time to kind of document and show people their progress because I think that's one of the things that's so easy to lose sight of because yeah. none of this is like a rapid change. No. Right? It's all slow progress. And sometimes when you're in that slow progress, it can be hard to see how yeah. far you've come. So I love that you have picked pictures and documentation to show people how they've, how they've gained in their fitness. Yeah. We had a member yesterday in class and I looked at her and I said, your waist is so much thinner. Have you like, and she's like, I I haven't lost any weight, nothing, nothing. So I went back in my phone and I sent her a video from July Mm -hmm. and I was like, there you go. And she was like, oh my God. And I was like, yeah, like Mm -hmm. you got to look at your own progress. You got to look back to see that dramatic difference. Yep. Okay. So definitely I would love it if I was in a position to Come here three to four days a week. Okay. Do the 45 minutes to an hour, you know, maybe do some like walks and yoga in between at home. Yeah. But that's not always the case. Not always the case. Sometimes, you know, our lives get busy with work and kids and yeah. whatever else is going on. So what's kind of like the bare minimum? What can I do like in the quickest time to kind of still maintain so that, you know, eventually I can get back to those longer days, but to kind of maintain strength and yeah. fitness along the way? Yeah. Start off baby steps, you know, join a, your your local fitness facility. Maybe it's one day a week to start. I always tell them it's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, 30 or 45 minutes is better than absolutely nothing. So mm-hmm. start off baby steps, take a class here and there. 
we also offer classes that are cardio and strength based. So mm-hmm. if you're limited on time, we have a class called 30, 30, mm-hmm. 30 minutes of cardio, 30 minutes of strength training. Perfect. So you're well, in and out. Ad- yeah, exactly. <laughs> because we work with a lot of busy moms and busy professionals. Mm-hmm. So start off there and then also prioritize. And I know you're going to speak to a nutritionist, but mm-hmm. prioritize, you know, protein and water intake and your sleep. Like all of those things are so important mm-hmm. as you age and as you really want to uh, enhance and change your overall body composition. 100%. You can't have the one side without the other right. in terms of like activity and moving your body and nutrition. Yeah. And it, it's funny because I did speak to the nutritionist already yeah. and one of her biggest tips was move your body. Yeah. So you can't yeah. Really, like, it's it's so, yeah, it's it. interesting. I, you know, I <laughs> own a gym and I'm like, guys, this is like 20% of the equation. Mm-hmm. Like what you eat is a huge component of, of, how you feel and what you look like. Right. And and just like with the exercise, you can't be eating what you were eating for right. the last 10 years. I know. My diet in my 20s, changing. I was like, how am I still alive? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, Tara, you've given us so much already. This is a good time, I think, to transition to what I like to call two tips in a transformation. Okay. So this is where I'd love for you to give us two quick tips that people can start right away to start seeing some results. And again, documenting those results so you yes. notice them. And then one sort of longer, slower goal or strategy to work on over time. So my my two initial tips, and this is this goes for a lot of our members as well, is prioritizing protein and strength training. Mm-hmm. Like those are my two like quick things right now that you can start the second you walk out of our doors. Mm-hmm. Totally achievable. You can control it from your own home. Long-term goal, I would say, is this is not from an aesthetic standpoint, but when people are like, I really want to grow my body or become stronger, we focus on glute development. And it's not just because everybody wants a great ass. It's but everybody does. Want yeah. ass. <laughs> everybody does. Like, oh my gosh, we purchase so much equipment that is uh, booty based, but it's not just, you know, your posterior chain is so important Mm -hmm. to just overall the way we sit, the way we stand up, going up the stairs, picking up a child, picking up groceries. Mm -hmm. So we focus a lot on glute development and it's again, your whole posterior chain, your lower back. I have so many women that are like, oh my God, my back's been hurting. It, it could be your hip flexor. It could be so many things, but it all relates to your posterior chain. So for a long-term goal for a lot of women that work out with us, we mm-hmm. focus on glute development. And that, to your point earlier, is not an overnight process. Mm-hmm. You know, that is 12 plus weeks at the minimum of consistent training mm-hmm. around developing, you know, the lower portion of your body. Yeah. And and I agree. That's so important. I know we always talk about core and how important it is, right. but the glutes are part so of the important. core. So important. Yeah. So it's not just those abs. It's the glutes, the abs, the pelvic floor, all of that all, all in of together. It. So super important there. Excellent. And again, there's no quick fix here. This no quick fix. Over no. time, long, and requires commitment and yeah. lifestyle change. So Absolutely. not the easy, easy stuff. All right. Well, this is amazing. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Really finding what their what their why is. You know, what what is motivating you to start uh, this change or uh, evolve into the better person that you want to be or look to be? Really finding out what the why is for you. Everybody has different reasons for joining a gym. 
but really finding out what is it that motivates you and, and, and run with that. Mm-hmm. And remind yourself of that motivation, whether it's yeah. like a daily reminder in your phone or a little post-it note somewhere. Right, yeah. Why am I waking up line? at 5.30 in the morning to do this? Like, what, mm-hmm. what is the reason behind it? Mm-hmm. Perfect. I love that. So, Tara, tell everybody, where can we find you? We are located in Coral Springs. We are right off Wiles Road between Coral Springs and Coral Ridge Drive. Um, we have a great presence on Instagram. Our social media is at Revolve Coral Springs. Also on TikTok, TikTok hasn't really taken off for us, but I'm, I'm really trying to figure out that algorithm. Uh, but yeah, we are on Facebook and, um, and Instagram. Excellent. So we'll post all that information in the show notes. Thank you again so much, Tara. This has been a pleasure. It's been my pleasure. Awesome. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and share with someone in your life who may benefit from this too. Remember that while I am a doctor, this podcast does not constitute medical advice and is for informational purposes only. Talk with your doctor about what may apply to you and your health. We'll see you on the next episode of Enrich Menopause.